Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. Here are your hosts, Scott Bear and Jeremiah Johnson. Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. My name is Scott. I'm Jeremiah. And we are back for yet another episode of this fine, fine show. Jer, what episode number are we We're on? We're at 229. You know what's great about 229, Scott? It's a number. It's a prime number. You know what's even better about that? Why, it's the larger of twin primes, 227. That was our last prime number episode. That was also the last odd number. Okay. So, uh, okay. And I didn't okay. want to ruin it last time with 227. I didn't want to say that was a twin prime, even though I knew, because I didn't want to, uh, you know, spoiler for 229. Also, this is a full repetend prime, meaning the decimal expansion of its unit fraction 1 over 229 has n-1, or 228 decimal places. So, 1 divided by 229 has 228 decimal places. That's a thing. That people in math pay attention to. That is astounding. And that is not at all what our show is about. We not are not a math podcast. Yep. And uh, if you're tuning back in this week and you're a longtime listener, you know exactly what the show is. But if you're a first-time listener, well, maybe we should give you a little bit of a heads up. Yeah, here's a heads up. Uh, what we're about to tell you the show's about, we're not going to cover today. But, nope. <laughs> but we're going to let you know anyway what you're missing today. Oh, we're a podcast that basically pulls weird stories from the internet and turns them into new content. Uh, the kind of content you would find, say, in a movie, a TV show, a book, a rap song, a, a parody video. Uh, we try to twist all these weird news stories into something workable if you were to sit down with your friends and pull out a camera or a microphone and turn it into something grand. We also encourage listeners to do that because we consider this copywriting. So we're looking for those royalty checks down the road. You guys make your fantastic, That's fantastic right. yeah, yeah. movies, TV shows, etc. based on our content. Uh, but when we don't do that, we have off weeks where we have celebrities we'll just say celebrities yeah on to interview and uh this week is one of those weeks we have a returning guest yeah it's uh, one of the only returning guests we've had and uh and it sounds like uh with uh, some a conversation we had with this uh, gentleman off air as well that uh, we might make him kind of the uh the uh, perennial guest if he's willing to come back every year he's a great uh, especially right around the halloween month uh guest we're going to be talking to yet again mark steger um those of you who are long 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 time listeners jason we're looking at i'm looking at you um who pro- probably remember us talking to him before about two years ago wasn't it yeah, it was roughly. It was episode 131. We talked to Mark Seeger at that point because of our interest in the hit new show at the time, uh, Stranger Things on Netflix, where he played the Demogorgon. Uh, we love that role. We like that creature. We liked him. We decided to talk to him. And you know what? It was a great episode. So we decided to see if we can capture lightning in a bottle twice. And guess what? I already have a bit of a spoiler for you. We recorded the interview before the preamble, so yes, yes we did. This is a very fun talk. We're going to speak with Mark about his role in the upcoming Conjuring Universe movie, the uh, the the CU, like Marvel has the MCU. The, the MCU. So this is the Well, CU. this would be, I guess, the CCU, because that's Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is Conjuring Cinematic Universe. Ooh, CCU. Or the, or the CHU, the CHU, the Con- Conjuring Horror Universe. Yeah. So I like that. I like the chew. So he's in the upcoming movie, The Nun, and also running the indie circuits right now at film festivals and soon to hit theaters and VOD yep. is the movie, The Man Who Killed Hitler and then The Bigfoot, That's starring right. Sam Elliott and Mark Steger of as course. The Bigfoot. Yep, and, and some other good folks in there as well. Larry Miller, I forgot to actually mention him during the uh, interview, was hilarious as well. I also wanted to point this little tidbit of information on, uh, and we might want to uh, keep this going for next year with Mark and try to, in terms of dictating our schedule, he was also on a prime number episode last time. 131 is also That prime. is astounding. Isn't it amazing? Now, uh, stay tuned. Check out this interview. Yes, that's right. We get into a bunch of fun topics, including Jared Leto's hidden mansion. Yeah, um, who, who that knew? Com- that who comes knew? towards the end of the interview, so stay tuned stay all tuned. the way through and enjoy this uh, this fun little romp through what it's like to be a busy, busy person in Hollywood. Hey, Mark. Thanks for coming back on the show. Hi. Thank you for inviting me back. Uh, I enjoyed our, our last conversation. Yeah, that, Very much. Was, that was fun. That was almost, I'm looking back now, about two years ago, I think in October of 2016, uh, simpler times. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was, wow. It was, wow. I, I think we were asking our, our guest jokingly at that time, uh, some of our interviewees, uh, if Donald Trump gets elected, what will you know? What will it be like as a joke? And then, of course, not too long after uh-huh. that, uh, the world has changed since 2016. So, yeah, that's true. I hadn't thought about that <laughs> aspect of it. Yeah, um, it's a different time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I mean, I guess we can talk about that if you want. We can talk about that if you want, or whatever. Enemies. <laughs> 
I don't I, think you asked me that question, but, but uh, yeah. You know, you know, I I think the, the 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 prediction. I I honestly don't even think people can predict that now. And honestly, there's there's enough stuff out there about that. I I'd be more curious to hear like what's been going on with you since 2016. Uh, last we talked with you, you had uh, just gotten done the uh, you know amazing uh, first season of Stranger Things had aired, of course, and uh, to mm-hmm. critical acclaim. And it's still something I go back and watch on a regular basis. But uh, you've been busy uh, since then. I don't know if you want to give a little update on some of the stuff you've been working on that we can look forward to, or some of the stuff yeah. that you already have out there we can take a look at. What was that show you just mentioned? What, what was that show you talked about? Oh, you know that little uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, that that, that indie oh, project yeah. no one watched. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the problem was that Netflix didn't promote that thing, you know, so nobody really didn't really catch on. Um, but you know, I move on. I, you know, my favorite project's always the next one. Um, anyway, what have I been doing? Uh, I've done a. a few other features actually hold on. I, I kind of I, I often forget that why you know I do something I move on and I forget what, what the last thing was that I did and I sometimes have to google myself and, and <laughs> hold on a second um uh well I know you, you guys expressed interest in talking about a couple projects one was uh you know recently I, I did um the nun actually I shot it last year but um I have a small part in that I play I play the duke um I can't really tell, tell tell you too many details about that because it hasn't been released yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a, it was an interesting project to work on because it was uh, they had actually they brought me in uh, after they had sh- done most principal photography, which was shot in Romania. Um, but they had they you know they reproduced um, the the locations on the lot at Warner Brothers, and the sets were amazing. I can say that about it. They're really um, you know, there's supposed to be this medieval castle, and the scene I'm in actually takes place in medieval times. Um, and uh, I worked with uh, the director, Corin Hardy, but I also got to work with James Wong, who was mm-hmm. the producer on the, and, and directed the original Conjuring. And I have to say, that, you know, I appreciate the films. I, you know, they're not, many of them aren't really my thing. Um, the, the type of filmmaking that I'm into, into, but I was really impressed with him as director. I was really impressed by how, um, just how much uh, he was able to keep in his. It, it was like a, he's like this master chess player. He was he was creating these really incredibly technic technically complicated shots um, with with camera movements and knowing you know what the visual effects were going to be in the shot as well as you know like on set effects and also watching the performance which a lot of times directors you know it's like they don't have the bandwidth to do all that um and he would you know he he'd be have he'd have all these like you know um minute you know comments directions on all the aspects of the shot um and then he then he'd give me really good direction on my performance um so i was really 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 impressed with him with him as a as a director, um, uh, I'm curious to see you know other things that he has coming out. Um, although Aquaman isn't my bag, but uh, <laughs> nah, <yeah. laughs> um, I'd like I'd like to I'd like to see him do something a little more personal, you know, something that's more. But maybe these are personal to him. I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. that that might, maybe that kind of a person where it's like you know big you know popcorn movies are my bag. That's my jam. Um, fair enough. Um, you did mention yeah, just now enough. that uh, special effects were going to be incorporated later. Uh, I believe you and I, when we were speaking earlier, um, we talked a little bit about how you actually appear as yourself in this film and not as a monster, which is you know usually a repertoire. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. I, I imagine I'm a monster of a of a sort, but I'm. Yeah, I, I appear as. Uh, I mean, you recognize me. I look pretty messed up. I'll just say that, and they, <laughs> okay. you know, the, 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 make, the makeup department wasn't, you know, uh, wasn't kind. Um, <laughs> it's mostly just, I just, I, mostly I just look kind of like ill and haggard and gotcha. and, you know, um, but, you know, like, like I said, it's a small part, but it's a, you know, it's a, it's kind of a, a pivotal moment in the, in the film. Um, and, uh, you know, I also got to work with some really cool, uh, uh, actors on that. Um, one was uh, Damien uh, I think Bashir, I think is his name, is how you pronounce it. Um, he plays 
uh, oops, wrong one. He plays, uh, he plays this priest, Damien Bashir, yeah. Um, and I also got to work with the, 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 the lead actress is Thaisa Farmiga, who I worked with mm-hmm. on American Horror Story. Yes, the last time I'd seen her, we were doing, you know, she was wheeling a chainsaw and we were you know, doing chainsaw and zombie, zombie massacre cha- uh, training uh, in, in New Orleans on uh, American Horror Story. So it was a nice, it was kind of a fun reunion. It was like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> haven't seen you, haven't seen you since uh, the chainsaw. Um, and she's terrific. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm curious to see this. I bet, I bet it's going to be really, I bet it's going to be good. I think it's going to be uh, pretty entertaining. Yeah. So I did that. Uh, yeah. Um, something else you'd mentioned that I'd done, which is an interesting film. It's, uh, it's called The Man Who Killed Hitler and then The Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. And um, from the title, you would think it's a comedy, maybe perhaps um that's what most people seem to uh uh get when they when they hear about it but it's actually not um i mean there are a few moments of, of humor in it but it's uh it's actually a very kind of sweet drama about this uh man played by sam elliott who was a special ops um soldier in world war Two, and then later on is tasked with uh you know hunting down uh the Bigfoot who is uh, spreading disease through the Canadian countryside. Um, I haven't actually seen the finished film yet. It's, it's, it's starting to go to uh, festivals now, but um, it's a very, it was a, it was a really good project, really fun project to work on. It was a um, first time director named uh, Robert Kwiatkowski, um, who was really very smart and really good writer. And, uh, you know, for first time director, was, you know, I think he did really well. Um, it was, but it was produced by um, John Sales, who I don't know if you're familiar with his work. Uh, I know his name. I made. feel like if I heard a few of his projects, it would just click. Um, Lone Star, uh, Mate Wan, uh, Brother from Another Planet. Mm-hmm. He was he was like a okay. he, he 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 kind of cut his teeth. He's one of those guys like you know a lot lot of a lot of producers and directors worked for Roger Corman back in the day, you know, in the seventies. Um, and he was one of those guys who, you know, he, he, I think he wrote, he wrote the first Piranha film. Um, okay. And, uh, uh, but he, for me, he was, you know, he was one of my favorite filmmakers, favorite indie filmmakers. Um, I love Lone Star. Mate one is a great film as well. Um, but you you might want to check some of his work out. You'll probably, you may have seen some of it. But it was interesting that he was producing this. He basically shepherded the project and, you know, found financing for it and helped Robert, you know, with the script and with directing. Um, the, the other interesting uh, people who worked on the project, uh, aside from, well, well, there was Spectral Motion did the uh, Bigfoot suit, which, you know, were the guys who did, did Stranger Things and, you know, Hellboy, the Hellboy movies. And they're actually, I'm working with them on a, an upcoming film uh, which I'll I'll mention in a minute, um, but also the the people who are doing the visual effects were um, are <laughs> it's D- Douglas Trumbull is one of them, and uh, hold on, I mean, I'm gonna make sure I'm getting all my all my my, my cast and crew right here. No, I'm glad you uh, you brought this up because uh, I was actually gonna lead to the next thing, which uh, was you are the Bigfoot in the Man Who Killed Hitler and the Bigfoot. That's true. I didn't mention that. You're absolutely right. Um, <laughs> I, I thought it was uh, worth, worthy of note. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Worthy, okay, I, I guess I, I yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't lead lead in very well with that one. Um, Richard Yurkich and Douglas Trumbull and Richard Yurkich and and Rocco Joffrey. These are three. I don't know if you remember these guys. These are like, especially like Richard Yurkich and <laughs> Douglas Trumbull. Mm-hmm. Well, all three of them were like heroes of mine when I was younger. You know, they they worked on Douglas Trumbull did the effects for 2001: A Space Odyssey. Oh he yeah, he was the effects supervisor. Nice. And you know, both of these guys, these guys worked on Blade Runner. You know, the yep. the list goes on and on. These these are the gods of you know visual effects from you know that era of the 60s, 70s, and early 80s, 80s. Um, so it was thrilling to you know I, I didn't meet Richard Yurkich or Douglas Trumbull because they were they were off working somewhere else some other part of uh, New England um, but I did meet Rocco um, 
so that was that was kind of that's that was very cool you know and he told me that he had this amazing he had this amazing producer and he had these amazing people working on the visuals i was just you know just kind of like yeah sign me up um and uh yeah it was a it was it was a good experience i really enjoyed it's one of those ones i, I really enjoy working on indie you know small independent films like this it feels more um it's more like a, more of a family you know more of uh uh, the, the the chain of command doesn't get in the way as much as doesn't feel as impersonal doesn't feel as much as like you're just punching a clock um, which you do on a lot of larger features although some of them some of those are, are really fun to work on as well um, yeah so I did that one um, I played Bigfoot and I, hopefully that's I imagine they're going to get some kind of distribution for it I don't know what what uh, what they have going yet I know it premiered in Montreal not long ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, um, ima- I imagine it'll get good distribution because so far it's gone to I think two indie circuits for uh, for viewings and the I know critical was review is Fantasia. very high. It came out of Fantasia with high reviews, so I know that you know that's not a bad um, that's not a bad thing to start with. So what 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 I'm sorry, what'd you say? Oh, I said I believe it came out of Fantasia Film Festival with good reviews yeah and that, yeah, yeah, that, and, that's, and that's a yeah, yeah and that's not a that's not a bad place to start with good reviews i know because that kind of like built it's a pretty good building block and, and i mean between the cast and everything behind it i would assume i've read nothing but good things about it uh and it's funny you mentioned that you, you know people would think it was a comedy because that's exactly what i thought when i first read the title i had no idea who was in it what it was about but i was like i assumed oh this is going to be like a crazy sharknado roger corman produced type thing and yeah. then I, I read about <laughs> yeah, yeah. it and i was like oh Okay, no, this sounds like it's actually a pretty legit movie, and the uh, you know box art looked cool, and Sam Elliott looks badass all the time. So, yeah, and he's—I have to say—you know, Sam Elliott's another one of those people that I've always admired, um, and he's the sweetest man, and he's like so he was just a dream to work with, and you know, uh, he, he's that guy. He's that guy you see on screen. You know, is there's. Uh, you know, I you know he acts and he plays different characters, of course. But you 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 get a sense of who he is when you see him in in films and TV, and he is that guy. And he's just mm-hmm. like the you know he's just like this great he's this mensch. You know, he's this great great human being. Um, really, really loved working with him. You know, all, all my uh, most of my scenes were with him. Oh, okay, you know? great. And it was a lot of like it was I was I was battling him and his uh, his stunt double most of the time. <laughs> Uh, to be Sam Elliott's stunt double. Oh yeah, <laughs> just just get a big mustache and you're good to go. Just be seen by the side. <laughs> you're yeah. like people just recognize him in silhouette from that thing alone. It's pretty bad. Yeah, just yeah. You can put a mustache on any the right mustache on anybody. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah. now, well, were there any other uh, projects that have actually already come out that you want to talk about? I know there's a couple of other uh, ones that. I think I don't think you can do more than just tease at this point if you can even say anything at all about them and you know if if not we can cut anything you need out but um I know that there were a couple uh Scott was teasing me about as far as things that uh you know have just been like loosely announced maybe but uh there hasn't been much said about those mm-hmm. um well one other thing that I did that actually is I mean it's see it here on IMDb. It's uh, called Velvet Buzzsaw mm-hmm. yep. um, by writer-director Dan Gilroy and it stars um, Jake Gyllenhaal and Rene Russo. <clears throat> and that was a really interesting project. It's a, you know, it takes place in um, <clears throat> excuse me, the comer- it's kind of this jaundiced view of the uh, commercial gallery world. Um, it's uh, yeah, again, I can't say too much about it. I do play an, an interesting part in that as well. And also, Spectral Motion did the suit for that. Well, it, it also um, looks like uh, it's got Natalie Dyer listed as one of the uh, as one of the yeah, people Nat- in there. Natalia, so yeah, Natalia, Natalia, Natalia. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that was another. Yeah, that was another another fun, you know, reunion little reunion uh, I had with her too. Because um, I don't think we, I think we saw each other on the call sheet, but I didn't. I didn't know she was she was going to be on that. You know pretty much until I got on set and then we saw each other hey how you doing yeah and, that's cool and we didn't we didn't really have we had one shot together but you know most of my most of my scenes in that were with Jake Gyllenhaal mm-hmm. um, but that's that's gonna be an interesting project again I can't say too much about that um, but I played an interesting character <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, it's pretty cool I think it's gonna be cool um, I know I keep I, I can't really talk about this thing generally yeah. I'll tell you about one more one more project I can tell you about 
uh, give you as many specifics as I can, which ain't many. Um, aren't many, excuse me. Oh, my just... grammar. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm going to be working on this one called uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. It is that one. Which is... Ah, we, I called we were, it. Which we, is, we were placing bets as to whether it was this film or one yeah, of his other known or, yeah, projects. Or, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I, I wait, he, uh, Scott mentioned Del Toro, and I, I had been paying close attention to that because I was like, they just started production, I believe, in Toronto like a we're week ago on that. We're so. both huge fans of the book. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's funny. I... I I had heard of the books, but I'd never actually seen them. It's, then, it's all about the art. I, I, art is yeah, amazing. I got a call about this, and I looked, up, looked it up, and the illustrations are beautiful. And, um, again, it's uh, Spectral Motion is is doing the oh, wow. uh, makeup effects on that, and the stuff looks great. I can uh, imagine. I did, a, I did a test. I did a test um, uh, a few weeks back, um, and the stuff looks great. And, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, Del Toro's not... He's writing and producing it. Um, the director is uh, Andre. Yeah. Old, I don't get his, uh, was that? Get his, his was wasn't Over, it the Overdahl? Yeah, it's he's, like it's the person he's directing did, uh, Troll Troll Hunter. Yeah, and uh, um, uh, Autopsy of Jane Doe as well. And both those movies are yeah. great. Yeah, he's uh, he's got some quality movies under his belt. Yeah, so he's he's directing he's directing this film. Um, yeah, this one this one I'm really excited about because everything. It looks great. The you know everybody was involved is great. I, I love the way you know the, the test I did. I was like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> so um, very much, very much looking forward to that one. Yeah, well, those movies uh, are, are yeah, staples for those of us that grew up in the '80s. Those were always checked out of the library. I finally got our, my parents to buy an actual full set of them because they released a few uh, different versions of them. And it was that uh, it was probably one of my biggest influences in drawing horror stuff. It was one of my I don't even remember much of the stories themselves, but the art is really what made those books so creepy and so amazing. It really is, yeah. And I, you know, I I, I tell people that you know I'm all doing this thing called scary, and they they all if they know about it, if mm -hmm. they know the, those books, they all go, "Oh, I love those books yeah. when I was a kid." I was um, I was so excited to hear it being made. Yeah, like people are really passionate about them, and I get it. I get it. When I when I saw the illustrations, like, oh, this is amazing. I would love this when I was a kid. Um, but they're they're being pretty. They're being really faithful uh, to those illustrations with the look oh, of uh, some of the, some of the, some of the characters. Yeah, music, yeah. Music to my great. ears, and, and I, w I was hoping <laughs> it, to hear that looks, with Del Toro involved. I, I was hoping it, he would kind of lend that vibe to it. So. Yeah, he wanted he wanted that too, and he he he's liking the way stuff is looking, and I, it 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 looks great. You won't be disappointed with that stuff. That's that's it, that's really good to hear. Yeah, it's 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 very very cool. Um, I haven't seen the script just yet, so I don't know. I think I think they're they're going to be kind of um, this is a lot of short stories. I think they're going to be like um, somehow. I don't think it's going to be like an anthology, but it's going to be they're going to you know somehow put several of the stories together yeah kind of as an artist kind of as an Aussie I think mm -hmm. um, okay. that makes a lot of sense which, which yeah yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not concerned about it at all I think it's going to be great I'm, I'm really really looking forward to this is more excited about this one than I've been on that anything in a long time um yeah, so I'm doing that. I think I've told you everything I can about that one. Yeah, no, that's more. Um, that's more than I thought. I was. I, I didn't expect to even get a title out of you, and I was so happy it's that one. That was what my money was on, and I was going to ask you off air, like, you know, can you tell me if it isn't something? And then, uh, but I'm so glad we actually got that that confirmed. That, that's oh a, no, that's I, don't, I don't think there's any problem with telling you the title. Yeah, yeah, because um, I mean, I know I, I know it's coming out, and I, I I believe me, I see I pay attention to the horror blogs and stuff, and that one. You know, anytime an update on that comes through, I'm reading it. Um, so I'm really excited about that one. Yeah, I think I think I think people are going to be pretty happy with it who are, who are fans of the book. You know, I think it's one of those ones that's it's not going to get it's not going to get messed up. Yeah, because the the people people are making it are such fans of the books. You mm -hmm. know, um, yeah. So there's that. Uh, I, I you know there's a, a few other things that are such early stages that I can't really even say anything about them but you know there's there's a one's a feature one's a, a series that I'm um, you know may or may not be connected to uh yeah but it's always like that there's always something kind of you know in on the back or simmering or you know just you know getting pulled out of the freezer and defrosted <laughs> oh, of course yeah uh, 
makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm also, I'm, I'm doing, you know, I've got some my own projects going as well. Actually, when I last talked to you guys was right when I was starting this project with my friend. I was actually, I was in Williamsburg That's in right. Brooklyn when I talked to you the, the last time. And I was there to hang out with my buddy Jimbo, who, uh, this is a guy I, I've known. I knew him. We, we met in San Francisco years ago at a, a studio called Colossal Pictures, which was an animation studio um, that worked on. I, I may have mentioned this to you last time too. It was, uh, but we, the original Liquid Television series on MTV mm. was done at this. Uh, at, we did we did that there. Um, you know, we did a lot of you know station IDs for MTV and music video stuff, and then we did you know commercials and movie titles, things like that at the studio. Um, but Jimbo was like, was my best, pretty much my best buddy from this, this studio. And we reconnected not, not long before I talked to you guys and we decided we're going to make our own, uh, we decided we're going to make our own film. We're making, making a horror film. Uh, it's a horror film with a lot of uh, strong comedy elements. Uh, it's called From Space and we're, uh, we're just getting set to pitch it now. Uh, and, uh, you know, been writing a script over the last couple of years. Uh, getting that together, and uh, it's, that's that's pretty fun. It's about uh, it's about this uh, this woman named Neil, who's an emotionally damaged new wave one hit wonder from the '80s, and uh, her new girlfriend turns out to be a drug dealing murderer from space. That's awesome. that's what we're working on. That, um, that would be more to it than that. That's up. It's right up my alley by the sounds of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's pretty fun. We're, we're we've been having a lot of fun writing it, and. Um, uh, it just you know, it, it's a really fun process. We we work together really well, and we get along really well, and you know, we both have wacky ideas. Um, and uh, you know, as we're as we're going, we want to do everything as much of the effects practically as possible. Um, but we're coming up with some real showstoppers, and they're they're all as we're going because we used to do animation and effects. We know how to do all this stuff, so we're we're we're. You know, just we're figuring out how to do it as as we come up as as we conceptualize it, which I think is going to help us in the process when we're trying to sell it, um, sell the project. You know, get financing for the project that we know how to. You know, we thought of this all through because if you read, if you I think if you read the script, you think, oh, that's not that's going to be a cheap movie. Um, so, uh, but it, it's it's some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, that I can't tell you too much about either. <laughs> Except, uh, the, <laughs> uh, what can I tell you about? Um, I was recently hanging naked upside down. I saw those pictures. I, I, I was yeah. going to ask about those because oh, did? I, I, I didn't yeah. want to. I didn't want to see. Uh, you know, we follow you on uh, on Insta, and I saw a couple of those flicks. And the, um, you know, I would just wanted to say, you know, we didn't have to limit all of, any of this to just your movie stuff. I know that you do a lot of uh, other things as well, and whether you wanted to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was. Um, you know, I used to do. I, I had this. I had this group that I performed live with for uh, about 17 years. That was a big. That was the main. That was kind of my main focus. Um, and I was interested in the history of the body and you know, uh, kind of manifesting that through these these like really extreme physical transformations that we would do live. My partner, uh, Hannah Sim, we looked very similar. We looked like we could, could have been you know brother and sister. Um, would perform completely naked. We had like no hair on our bodies anywhere. Just would do these really, you know, intense animalistic movement with our bodies in these really extreme environments, like you know, castle ruins and the LA River and hanging off of bridges and castle ruins and treetops and I said castle ruins again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They're cool uh, enough. That's good. <laughs> and um, you know, old ships. You know, 18th century ships. Uh, and um, uh, it was, uh, it was, you know, it, it was, it was great. It was great for, you know, that, that was, that was my main thing. And, uh, I hadn't performed live in over, say over uh, probably 12 years. And uh, a friend of mine was producing this event at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion and they asked me if I wanted to do something. Yeah, I included you in this proposal and you want to do something suspended outside the pavilion, you know, inside. And I was, I was kind of, part of me was like, they want me. Your ego, your ego kind of kicks in. 
which it shouldn't. I mean, it does, but uh, you know, that there was that half of it, half of my reaction. I was like, oh yeah, somebody wants me to perform, <laughs> even though I hadn't thought about doing it in a while. But the other, the other part of me was just like, what, you know, what the fuck? I'm, you know, I was terrified. I was like, I don't do that anymore. You know, um, I mean, I still do really intense physical, you know, physical work when I'm working film and TV, but that's under more controlled conditions, and I have more of a you know, there's a crew behind you, you know, there's people who are, a safety you know, net. Yeah. Do, there are people doing the rigging, people, mm-hmm. do, you know, and, um, also, because I wasn't sure what I wanted, like, what, if I had something to say with this again, you know, like, what, what I was trying to communicate, um, but ultimately, it ended up, you know, it felt like what I was doing was trying to put my past work in context for myself, somehow, if that makes any sense, mm-hmm. but I was, Kind of like wasn't sure what I've been thinking. Like I would, I, I think I want. You know, I've been thinking about maybe should I perform live again? What would that look like? Um, but I felt like I wasn't ready to reinvent the wheel. That I need to check in with the work that I, the type of work that I used to do. So I did this. Um, it was very similar, at least some of the you know, some of the same vocabulary that I used, the physical vocabulary I used to use, you know, years ago. But. Um, I think the the intent and there there's an emotional like um, component to it that wasn't there in the past. Before it was very much about being sort of alien and you know it was like I was like a before it was kind of like I was accessing dormant DNA. Like I was like oh you know what 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 is the body? What did the body used to be? Where is the body? You know what 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 is what's the body's you know origins or what 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 kind of forms has it taken? Um, and this, there was that in it as well, but also the fact that I'm a lot older now than I used to be when I did this and my relationship felt very different with it. And I was, I was completely terrified. Um, you know, I was hanging naked 30 feet over like cement upside down. At one point I remember looking down, uh, you know, I looked down and I saw the, 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 the ground below me and I just imagined my face hitting it okay. <laughs> my teeth you know like my with, with my teeth like teeth first I would have hit it teeth first that's yeah, how I imagined you're, it you're uh, <laughs> envisioning the teeth spattering out and people collecting them yeah, yeah. my whole face just kind of uh, going flat yeah um, uh, so that was interesting it was really interesting I think my terror actually came across in the performance because people told me that there were actually people crying <laughs> wow, oh, wow. <laughs> which was uh, um, another friend of mine you know, people said different things. One friend said that she was just, you know, she was really scared. Um, uh, I, I guess I must have looked really terrified. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but it was interesting. It was good for, it was good to do it. Um, that shit's a lot harder than I remembered it being. <laughs> so when I was doing yeah. it all the time, it was like, it was, it was kind of second nature in a way, you know, and I was in a, in a certain kind of shape. I was kind of tuned to doing that work. And not that I'm in bad shape now, but, it took, it took different, it was different physicality. It took, took a lot of different muscles than I was used to using. Um, and I was, I wasn't certain I could do it, you know, and I was, I was looking for any excuse to back out, you know, like they would send me, you know, the venue would send me an email that, you know, be, that would kind of get on my nerves or make me mad or something. I said, like, oh, I should just pull out. That's it. I'm not <laughs> going to do it. I'm just going to pull out. That little, the little <laughs> like, excuse. It. But, but it was more, it was more like, thank God I have an excuse to <laughs> yes. do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, out of curiosity, um, if someone asked you to do this again, say this year, would you? Um, I might. I don't know if I would do exactly the same piece that I did, but I would. I would consider it. I would. I would. I would have to. I probably want to start doing is adding different elements to it. Um, and I'm not sure exactly what those would be. Uh, but it's still, to me, it's still important to. Have to say something about evolution and science, and because that, that that was my inspiration for this when I first started doing it. Um, these things are important to me. I think, especially now more than ever, that stuff's important. Um, current climate and all, and uh, yeah, and what's that? I said with the current climate and all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, you know. Uh, you know, not backing away from that. Not that I, I want to just be, just do work that's reactionary, but, you know, these things still, you know, I still have these ideas that bother me about all that stuff. Um, I think I would, you know, there's just, 
you know, it's it's you know, I'm, I'm conceptually, I'm not sure where I would take it at this point, but yeah, I'm, I'm open to doing it again. That's why, I, that's why, I, that's why I did it. When when, um, when people come to you for that kind of thing, um, I mean, how much actual guidance is given ahead of time, or do they just say we want something? Were they specifically like we want something with you suspended, or with this like we want some kind of performance piece like this, and they kind of leave you to it and kind of uh, leave their notes out of it? Well, generally the you know the the proper thing for any presenter to do is just unless they have a specific piece they want which they you know they can do that um they can they request that you do something although a lot of a lot of artists don't you know like performers don't you know they don't repeat themselves um i mean every every performance is different obviously but um i mean i have a certain vocabulary that i can tap into that i can use for different situations and different environments um but generally, it's like it's kind of bad manners to to tell somebody like what you know, tell them what you want them to do. Um, although, you know, the the, the 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 friend of mine who produced this last event, he was very familiar. He's a, he's a good friend, and he's very familiar with my work. So you know, I I, I kind of knew what he was what he was going for, um, and that was fine. You know, and that's that's fine. It's like I'm not offended if somebody says, Ah, can you do that? thing with the bunny ears and the you know and the jock strap that you did before um <laughs> i would say yes but without the jock strap mm-hmm. um i mean I, you know i'm that, that that's fine i'm not that that doesn't put me off or anything i just I'm, you know it's it's a conversation that you have you know so mm-hmm. the the short answer is well, i don't know what's the question the short answer is that it's i'm open to whatever mm-hmm. uh okay. I, I wouldn't want i wouldn't want to repeat what i've done exactly right it, it never it never is exactly the same thing but it sounds like it's pretty I mean, when you, when you, flexible for the most part um, uh, figuratively and literally yeah. speaking so. yeah yeah um, yeah so yeah I've been so I've been doing you know doing live stuff I'm also working I've been working with this artist uh, named Castles uh, we're gonna we're gonna be working on some other projects soon I did a, a show with them called powers that be where they're fighting an invisible opponent so I, I choreographed that Oh, cool. um, they performed that in uh, we did did one so the last version of that we did at Broad, the Broad Museum here in Los Angeles the first iteration of that was in uh, in Quapio Quapio, uh, Finland at, at a festival there <clears throat> that was a couple of years ago but uh, hope to be doing more work with them as well, that actually uh, um, that yeah. re- that reminds me a lot of when we first spoke two years ago. Um, how you said your career started doing music videos uh, for Tool and other bands, and um, have you actually looked into doing that more recently, or have you been approached to do more of that kind of work? Um, well, I just I actually just choreographed a video for my, my friend that my friend Julia Sh directed for a singer named Miss Williams um, that's supposedly going to drop soon. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't seek out that kind of work. Uh, I've done that, you know, I, I generally, when I do that now, it's like, it's, it's you know, for a friend's project. Um, although I, I would be, I'd, I'd be interested in doing more of that, like directing music videos because I like it as, I think it's an interesting form. And if you look at it as, you know, as, making a short film um i generally i'm not that into you know what they usually look like which is you know you know the guitarist playing yeah. guitar and shower fast, or, fast whatever, or whatever and, you know like yeah. like like the you know the i mean I, I really appreciate working when i worked with tool that they you know the band wasn't in any of the music videos i yeah. love that you know yeah, that me too and i mean they're not they're not the kind of other than they're not the kind of band that would really i mean that's that's not that's kind of not their presentation anyway. You know, they kind of fade in the background a little bit. They're kind of like Pink Floyd in that sense, where it's like they have a lot of visuals in their shows, and it's more about that. Um, I mean, the, the live component of them playing live—that's that's that's, an, that's obviously the most important part of it. And they're great. I actually appreciate them a lot more live than uh, recorded. <clears throat> but um, you know, uh, for for that particular band, I mean, there there's there's some. You know, some musicians where it's like, God, you have to put them in front of the camera, you know, because they're, they have such an amazing presence. Not mm-hmm. to say those guys don't, but that's not, they're not interested in that and presenting themselves that way. Um, but also, that I think that lends more to, uh, 
I think he can do something more interesting in that sense, too, in that way, too, because you're not you're not under these constraints of having the you know the band playing instruments or you know. I did. I just, I just remember. I, I actually did do this one other interesting project. Um, I don't know if they're ever going to release it though, because they already had um, a couple music videos up for it. But it was. Uh, I got this weird call um, about working with uh, Jared Leto, oh, um, yeah. who who has a band. It's not my style of music. Um, but it, I was interested in hearing what they wanted or what they had to, you know, what, what he was interested in doing. Um, they actually called me about doing something for the 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 MTV. What are they called? The Music Video Awards or whatever. Music yeah. Video Awards. <clears throat> they they were performing live, and but it was like it was like two days away, and I was like, I can't do. I don't know what mm-hmm. what you want, and I can't. I can't do that. I hadn't talked actually talked to anybody there. This is all through my agent. Um, but then she told me, it's like, well, they're interested. They want to also want to do shoot a music video and want to know if you want to come in and talk to them about that. Um, so I went up to this. Uh, this guy has the most amazing compound. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's um, I can't I can't tell you specifically exactly where it is, the, but this, it's, yeah, it's yeah, really this, kind of this guy being Jared Leto. Uh, Jared Leto. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he has. Um, this place that's it's you know it's in the it's in the hills it's in a a canyon in the in the Hollywood Hills and really beautiful areas you, you know it's like trees and very lush and you know like pretty houses and stuff but up there is a it's um, technically it used to be an Air Force base but it was um, in the maybe you guys heard and know about this but in the fifties and sixties when the the U.S. was doing all these um, atmospheric and underground nuclear bomb tests. They they had this group of filmmakers that were based here in L.A. who would go out and shoot them. They'd go to the Marshall Islands. They'd go out to the desert and they'd shoot. They they photograph. Uh, they they'd film the the, the, the detonations. <clears throat> he has the place where they used to work. This, oh, is, really? <laughs> this place. Wow. This place. And you know they have to, there are these long underground hallways with big vault doors that say USAF top secret on them. Oh, that's there's pretty a cool. sound stage. There's a there's a sound stage in there. There's um, all these above ground. It's like it it looks like just kind of a nice like sunny little villa. It's not little. It's a big place. Um, I really couldn't get quite a sense of like the scale of it or the. It's very labyrinthine. Um, but that's why I went to meet them. That's actually where, where we shot it too. But um, it's it's like the, it's like a dream place to have. I mean, I would love to have this kind of place—a yeah. soundstage in my house. Yeah, be awesome. Well, yeah, and just that like kind the, of background this, this, is so this, cool. Yeah, and the setting where it is is really beautiful. Um, uh, I understand. Somebody told me that they, they heard him say that he was, he was thinking of moving now because a lot of people know where know where the place is or something. Oh yeah. But I guess he has big part. He has big parties there too and stuff, so people are you know people are gonna find out. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I went I went up there and I met I met him. Well, at first I met with his producers and they shipped me. They have he has a whole production company up there. I mean, he's got like all these editors, all these computers going. He has like this, you know, table full of people doing social media, and it was like it, it was insane. It's such a you know it's like a it's a production company really, um, and uh, they they kind of told me in general terms that they wanted to make a music video, but I, I really didn't understand what my, what kind of input they wanted from me. <clears throat> um, and I met Jared, you know, uh, briefly he was, he was in between things, but he came out and we talked a little bit. He actually said he'd seen me perform a tool like in 2001 and he had never forgotten it. And that's why he wanted to work with me. Oh, cool. Oh, so that was yeah. it, 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 interesting. Yeah. It was an interesting connection. Um, <clears throat> so, but they were planning on shooting this thing like in two days. <laughs> so, so this mad scramble to get all these people together and performers and, you know, not really, I wasn't really sure, you know, clear on the concept. Um, uh, you know, there's a lot, a lot of somewhat random imagery, but you know, the, the, the main thing they had, they had this, um, that these cameras that they were using called, it's called the FLIR, F-L-I-R. It's a thermal imaging camera. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. No. Like it's the, like, like you know, the predator. Like, 
like the Predator, exactly. Except these, these are more, these are like state-of-the-art ones. These are, these are ones that have to, they actually have to go back to a military base at night. They can't, they can't be left anywhere. Um, they, they're, they're this company's technology, but the technology, I guess, is licensed to the military, so they, or it's military technology, so they can't, it, it, the, no, nothing, these, these cameras can't be left anywhere. <laughs> you know, they always have to be with the guys that run them, or they have to be at a base somewhere. Wow. Um, so they're really, they're really, the, the, the image, the imaging is really amazing. Um, you know, it's that very colorful graphic imaging. Um, so I can't, I probably can't say too much about it because that hasn't been released as well. Um, they already had two music videos after the same song, so I'm not sure what they, uh, the producer told me they were still thinking of doing something with it, but I think they they weren't sure what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I have kind of a tentative, uh, you know, appointment to go up and look at, you know, the stuff that we shot and see what the edit that they put together. So, um, if that comes out, I'll let you guys know and, uh, Oh yeah, it was, absolutely. It was just kind of it was it was just kind of one of those weird like weird you know L.A. Hollywood connections stories yeah. like you know when it is and you and you go up to this place that's kind of secret and it's like <laughs> it's actually used to be top secret. Yeah, <laughs> so just, literally. Just, just being just being in this place, I was so thrilled. It's like oh god, this is so cool. This is like a dream. You know, if I if I kind of have you know a live work environment, this would be it. You know. I mean, it just, it, it was really, it's really, it was quite a wonderful place. And I, I like the dude too. I mean, he's, yeah. he's, he's cool. His crew, his crew, everybody there was, was, uh, was pretty solid. Yeah, he's done some um, great stuff. And when, when you talk about a presence that is, you know, probably one of those definitely more meant for in front of the camera, that would be, uh, you know, as far as being in a rock band, that's definitely one of those guys where you want to slap him in front of a camera usually. So, yeah. And I actually, <laughs> I told him this too. Like I, that I, I, I knew he had a band, but I, I just thought it was a vanity project. You know, I was like, they've oh, been at oh, it for a long time. Yeah. Movie, movie star with a band. Okay, sure. Yeah. I didn't realize that they, they sold out stadiums. They yeah, no, they're, 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 I didn't know that. I didn't know that. They've been doing, they've been doing it for a while. I thought the same thing when I first heard it, but we're talking 30 seconds to Mars or, um, the uh, uh yeah. and yeah they so they've yeah. been doing it for a while and I remember hearing that as well I was like oh it's like Russell Crowe's band you know where he gets out he's probably not very good and then, that's exactly what yeah, I was just so, thinking yeah, in yeah. my head as a reference where, point where it's just like where it's just like <laughs> oh it's cute they're doing it and you know they yeah. like doing it with their buddies yeah. and drinking beers with their friends but yeah for the most part yeah, yeah he but he, no, he took it serious he's very serious about yeah. it yeah yeah it's like he he has these two tandem careers going and I don't think Stop. I think probably <laughs> music is a little more important to him. But that's, that's you know they're you know he 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 does them both somehow. Yeah. Um, well, he has when you when you see that the the kind of operation he has, you, you realize like that's how he gets it done because he has so many people working for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, that was that was kind of a funny interesting. So and basically, I ended up you know I was kind of choreographing it, but he he wasn't he directs all their videos, but he wasn't because they were getting they were the thing was they were leaving they the day after we finished shooting the video they were leaving on tour so he was he was involved with rehearsals with his band and getting that all together so he wasn't actually there very much so i was actually i was kind of running the shoot um and at a certain point he came down and you know it's like <laughs> we weren't really sure the dp and i would kind of look at each other not you know not really sure what we were supposed to be doing and then once jared actually came down and we kind of saw what he was going for we you know we were able to you know tune into that nice um but um it was fun it was funny i got you know got brought a bunch of my friends or performers in brought a couple stunt guys into fight and you know just had just had it was fun it's one of those things the thing about music videos can be really they can be really grueling this one wasn't so bad time like as far as you know the long the length of shoot days and all <clears throat> but they can be really, you know, if, if you're just kind of given free reign to do what you want, they can be incredibly fun, you know. And you know, if you look at it more as a short film as opposed to like a promo, um, you know, you can you can do some interesting stuff. So, <clears throat> but I'll let you guys know if that ever, you know, sees, you know. Oh, absolutely. The yeah. internet, yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's other things that I've done since that it might be interesting. I can't think of what they are. Uh, but, you know, I'm always, I have a lot of things going on at once. And, uh, um, you know, kind of, it's, it's like, 
you know, things kind of bubble up and gets, one thing gets hotter and you have to sort of, you know, stir that one for a while and then something else and then eventually one's, one's ready and then you have to eat it and that takes a year out of your life. Yeah, <laughs> um, using I'm using really bad food analogies. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know those meals that yeah, take you yeah, a, uh, a yeah. year to eat. Yeah, <laughs> classic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that's the thing. You know, that's that's kind of my life. I just, you know, I I I, I have all these different projects that are in different different stages, and then something, you know, then something goes, and you, you know, then that's your life. That's what you're consumed with first, and you know, amount mm-hmm. of your life, amount of your time. It makes it hard to make plans sometimes, but um, it's also very exciting. You know, in my, my life, I get to work with a lot of really incredible artists, and uh, you know, I don't really have any complaints with that as far as that goes. Yeah, yeah we, uh, we definitely appreciate you coming yeah. back on the show and uh, basically touching base. So the last two years of your life are way more interesting than either of ours. Yeah, I'm think. just like, well, you know, I've been si- I've been sitting here, I've been watching those movies you talked about. <laughs> oh, you know, you guys, you guys are cool though. You guys, you guys are cool. You guys are both really, really good uh, artists too. Which well, thank I, you. Yeah, yeah. I know we, we follow we talk, follow each other. Yeah, on you the sent me that one really great demogorgon drawing. And then yeah, Jeremiah, I've been that. seeing I've been seeing your your draw mm. your drawings and illustrations and some animations you've been doing online. Yeah, that stuff is terrific. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, I really yeah. appreciate that. Uh, it's it's I mean because I've I've loved the the art that I've seen of yours as well. So it's uh it's nice to get that kind of feedback. It kind of spits up from time to time on Insta. But yeah, we uh we, we like to do that stuff. We like to stay creative. That's for sure. So it's uh, whether whether it's for I mean I, I'm sure even if you weren't doing what you're doing. For a living, you'd be finding ways to do what you're doing somehow, uh, you know, like regardless. The people who have the creativity on the inside need to find a way to get it out, uh, money or no. So Yeah. Well, I always, I often tell people that I'm I'm doing what I've always done, you know, since I mm-hmm. was a kid, basically, yeah. you know. And I tell people a lot of it is just finding, you know, the, 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 the key is finding continuity between your childhood and your adult life. And, you know, a lot of the people I work with, that's that's you know, it's kind of the same for them. I mean, some people came to it, you know, came to what they do later. Um, like, you know, take for instance, Mike Elizaldi, who uh, runs Spectrum Motion. Uh, he was actually, in the, he was in the Navy for, I can't remember, like six or eight years doing like electronics. And then he, he became interested in, you know, mechanical effects and creature effects and all that. So he's also a really great draftsman. He draws really well. Um, and he just, kind of trained himself you know and now he has he has one of the best you know shops in a you know in the in the industry uh and he's doing all this amazing work um that's really interesting to me these people who come to it later in life and you know discover this 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 thing that they have this gift and this passion for something that maybe they didn't maybe they had the passion for it but they didn't have you know they, they they never conceived they never conceived of actually doing it until a certain point in their lives, they like oh, I'm going to teach myself how to do this, and mm-hmm. and then you know there they are. That that's really interesting to me as well. Um, but like I said, a lot of people like like Rick Baker, for instance, like he's you know he's been doing it the same thing he's been doing since he was a kid. Yeah, exactly. Know, Just those, found found the way to people. make make some money, actually doing what you love, and that's that's you know part of the dream. And if you weren't, you'd have a day job and still go home and do that that same stuff. So. Uh, you know, it's... yeah, that's the thing that, yeah, and I, I admire that as well. Like, you know, well, Adam Jones is a good example of that. You know, he was working, I mean, he was working a really, really creative job at Stan Winston Studios, and he, was, he worked on. You guys probably know he worked at. Um, he worked on the original Terminator yeah, and yeah. the original yeah. Predator, Predator doing makeup effects. Um, but he started Tool while he was doing that stuff. Yeah, and you know that's that says a lot about him as a as an artist like that he was so committed that he would still find time to do that although you know when you work on films sometimes you have breaks where you know you have a little time off you, can, you do have time for other projects but um it's still you know to to keep to keep something else going you know that's and and do it that well while you're doing another job is that that's that speaks volumes you know that's such a like a creative dynamo you know that's that's really incredible. I love those kinds of stories as well. Absolutely, well, that that actually speaks true yeah. to this entire conversation. I love hearing these stories. And yeah. Mark, we are actually hitting the end of the show. 
Um, I, I know I could literally talk to you, you for hours. These, this tired, is you're tired. No. no, I was gonna say this is so interesting and on such a great level. But uh, let's make a date for two years from now. We can come back and touch base again. <laughs> We're for the, it doesn't, okay, it doesn't have do to be that. We can long. do it. In, we can do it in one year. If you want. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's absolutely. Yeah. Well, you'll be yeah. you'll be the, think, the perennial have, guest. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a lot going on the next year, so I might have some stuff well, to talk about. I have no, that sounds yeah. good. You're welcome back on the show anytime you want to be, and don't be afraid of me when I pester you. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to? <laughs> do you want to uh, uh, shout out any uh, you know social media spots people can find you, or websites, or anything people can find any of your stuff? Um, my uh, well, I'm, I'm redesigning my website, which is it's gonna it's meant to include more stuff. But right now, it's just kind of it's filming mostly film and television stuff. Mm-hmm. But I include everything that I've done, you know, the uh, including my own you know personal projects as well as the live live work I've done. Um, that's just MarkSteger.net. But that's it's, I'm not sure exactly when I had that done. Because I, you know, I put this stuff together myself, and it's, it takes forever. Um, I have, I have I discovered recently that somebody was squatting uh, the Mark Steger on Instagram. I was, you know, I have, I don't know, I think I have like 600 followers on my Instagram account, and then I discovered that there's this other one that was me. <laughs> <laughs> somebody masquerade, somebody that somebody else put up that had thousands of of followers, and I was like, what? Um, so I wrote to Instagram. Yeah, I asked them for administration of the of the account, but they just removed it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, man. Um, so I'm just yeah, I'm stick a source not on Instagram, but I, I also I I did get the other one finally. Um, I noticed. I I, with it, yeah, so. I noticed. I noticed so, that a, another uh, request came through, and I was like, I, I thought we were already following each other. So I noticed that there was a couple of stickers. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to actually use that one. It's like, yeah, it's just, I, I started, it's there. I started, I started connecting with people. Then I realized, like, do I want two accounts? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. So it's kind of right now. It's just sort of a placeholder. So nobody else squats it. Yeah. That's um, a good anyway, I know you guys have to go. Um, but it was great talking to you. No, abs- absolutely. Yeah, like we always. Yeah, we'll plan on doing it. Yeah. You know, one one year from now, and we'll keep in touch on the uh, various socials. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing anything that pops up, whether it's just your posts, uh, little bits and pieces on Instagram, or the actual movies and stuff. All right, cool, cool, very cool. awesome, you guys. Awesome. Um, well, all the best. All right. Thank you for being. Be- uh, yeah. Sorry. There you thank go. Thank you for Scott. being my back pleasure, on the show. Pleasure. And I was yeah. going to say also have a happy Halloween coming yes, up. That's right. Yeah. You too. You too. You guys too. Have, have a happy, happy Halloween. <laughs> All right. Take care, buddy. All right, man. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks again, Mr. Steger, for sitting down with us uh, second second time, and uh, hopefully not the last, actually. I mean, it sounds like we'll be talking with him quite a bit more in the future for uh, various projects, but definitely uh, next year, hopefully for another Prime Number episode where we can see what else he's been up to. He is busy, busy, as you mentioned before the interview, so I, I guarantee he'll have a ton more to be... Uh, to be and The stuff that he works on is really interesting, too. It's not like... Uh, like I have no doubt that the stuff he's going to bring to the table is going to be really wild and crazy and really fun because he's a lot of times playing creatures. He's playing in these uh, very uh, these movies that are very targeted toward people like us that like these kind of dark movies often um, and sometimes creature features. Yeah, we figure if you're listening to us, you probably have sen- similar sensibilities mm-hmm. and you're probably going to be interested in these projects. So thank you again for listening. Uh, we enjoy you being a guest on our show and a guest to this conversation. This was definitely one to uh, put your ear to the wall for. Absolutely. And uh, I guess without further ado, I say get lost. Get lost. Who needs love when you got chemicals? Got a big old crush on Lady Pharmaceutical.
friend.